Welcome to FileMaker Talk. This is Matt Navarre, and today my guest is Carol Williams with Efficient Productivity Systems. Say that five times fast. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's great to be here, Matt. So usually this podcast we talk about, we talk to uh, other FileMaker nerds, nerd to nerd. Uh, Molly Connolly introduced you and me because you have a pretty interesting take, um, kind of an interesting offering to the FileMaker community, to developers. Uh, so talk about what your company does. Sure. So what I do in a nutshell is I take scattered developers that are going from thing to thing to thing and help them with a butterfly net, collect it all, make it organized and make it efficient and fun and get them out of the just doing all the time to the actual looking at their business and making a great business in their board for a great life. Hmm. That's it. That's really good stuff. And they call you Coach yeah. Carol, huh? They call me Coach Carol. All right. And, what, I'll call you that, too. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah, so that's you, good. you have a bunch of customers that are FileMaker developers? Yeah, I have a handful, and I'm looking to, to grow that, which is why you know we're on the podcast, to just let everybody know we're out there. What I'm finding more and more is that you know developers are really, really good at detail. They're really good at their craft, and they're not always really great at um, – kind of co-communicating, say, with themselves and, and their staff or with themselves and their kids and, like, just kind of, you know, managing the emotions of it all and the, ooh, should I say something and I don't want to say no and I don't want to feel, you know, um, like I, I don't want to ask because what if I ask and they think I'm this or, you know, or sure. how do I grow? There's all these sort of niggly things and the easy thing to do is just to go go do some development work. Like, just get yep. stuff done. I totally get in that. In the short term, that's great. In the long term, it's not going to get you where you want to go necessarily. So before we get into uh, the questions I have for you, and I have several, um, okay. tell me, uh, how do people contact you? They can contact me by email. They can go to my website, EPS, e is in, e in Ag, P is in Peter, S is in Sam, hyphen, dot com. Excuse me, hyphen time dot com, EPS. Time.com, right? Or they can call me or email me, you know, carol at epstime.com. Of course, as a, as a nerd, EPS always means encapsulated postscript to me. But <laughs> Oh, dear. Yeah. Encapsulated postscript uh, hyphen time, T-I-M-E dot com. That's right. the Good name of the website. And they can just contact me through that or call me, you know. No one does, but you could. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the phone that still exists. It's all, it's all digital now. but So uh, we talked a little bit about specific things you help people um, kind of understand and get out of their own way, um, mm -hmm. like some diagnosable conditions. Talk, can you talk about that some? Sure. Now, I am definitely not a psychologist, a psychiatrist, or a doctor of any kind, right? So I am not qualified. You know, it sounds like when you go to a lawyer and they say, well, I can't really give you legal advice unless blah, 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 or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So but what I'm finding is that people that come to me either have or think they may have or somebody told them they have ADD or ADHD. Now, you're going to ask me what's the difference. Well, I've been told it, there is no more ADD. It's just all ADHD. But it doesn't mean you have to be hyper. Active. So that's attention deficit disorder and attention deficit hyperactivity disorder? Right. And it's not a disorder. It's <clears throat> it's a blessing that you need to learn how to capitalize upon. Hmm. Okay. Talk to me. 
Okay. So, so what what's, what's sort of the definition of this thing first? So it's, it's when somebody has a difficult time um, completing something. They get really excited about doing something. They get about 80% through the project. And that 20% that's left gets boring. So they don't want to finish it. And because they don't want to finish it, they can't build for the project. Not necessarily. Mm -hmm. It's only if it's a scoping project here. If they do it in hourly, it's no big deal. But the client doesn't like that. Yeah. Or they have a really hard time managing their time. They mean to get to things and they don't. Or they, they dive into something and they, they forget about like everything else. Like picture a kid watching TV and the building is burning around them. It's like that. Mm -hmm. It's like it could be hyper-focused uh, or they just can't seem to focus on any one thing because they're so busy just getting distracted. So those are some of the things that um, happen when your brain is uh, an ADHD type of brain. It's actually in the prefrontal cortex, which is in um, – you know, the front of your head, that's it. We're, we're pointing to it on video, but you, you all can't hear it. Uh, it's right above your nose, so it's right where you get a headache sometimes. The prefrontal cortex is formed differently. It's not malformed or unformed or whatever. It's just formed differently. Mm -hmm. um, and because of that, the executive function, which is, is embedded in there, uh, just runs a little differently than, quote, unquote, the standard people uh, out there. So the people that come to me, are, they're all adults, right? And they've maybe been told their whole lives they're not doing things the right way. Mm -hmm. um, you know, or why can't you just? Or they know what to do, but they just can't seem to get out of their own way and do it. And they don't know why. And they get frustrated. And they start to have that negative self-talk like, oh, I'm not good enough. Or I'll never make it. Or, you know, like all that stuff, which is completely untrue. Huh. So I am totally one of these people. <laughs> First of all, okay. which, Molly must be laughing because she's like, oh, I'm totally going to connect Matt with Carol because <laughs> she's observed this in me for the 15 years I've known her. <clears throat> when I was younger, like in my 20s, um, I observed that I had this weird ability to focus on something and while the room was burning around me, basically. I could – and I, I, cho I channeled all of it into FileMaker, to learning and gaining my expertise in FileMaker, becoming a nerd at – making really good relationships and understanding stuff and playing around with gigantic data sets and building crazy things that did took search to the next level and all this other stuff, mm -hmm. all of which became foundational to my company mm -hmm. um, all these years later. Um, nice. In January, my company will have been in business 30 years. Wow. Um, so Sweet. I've been at this a while. Um, yeah, two months away. <clears throat> um, but I never really had a name for it or understood it or I never really even second – guessed it or thought about it mm -hmm. but i but now looking back i can totally see how that held me back in a lot of ways and also sort of propelled me forward and i would have it would have been so great to have someone like you to help me understand that back then yeah yeah so what i would invite you to do is look at the how it propelled propelled me forward mm -hmm. because that's that's really what we do it's like when you look at somebody's strengths and weaknesses right when you're in kind of my position what I don't do is I don't say, well, you've got to keep working on those weaknesses like they do in, in school mm -hmm. and make you feel like a dummy. What we do is we take your strengths and make them amazing, mm -hmm. like really capitalize on those, right? And then the weaknesses, well, you just accommodate for those. There are basically three things that, um, that work when you have ADD or ADHD, same okay. thing, okay? And the three things uh, that will help you is 
is it, does it motivate me? Does it challenge me? And is it a novelty? Those okay. three things, motivation, challenge, and novelty. If all three, three things are true, you're going to be great at it. Hmm. But if okay. they're not all true, it's going to be different. Like a three-legged stool, you'll always be kind of off balance and falling over. Yeah, that makes sense. Like if something is like a really important, useful task that you're excited about, but it's not challenging, yeah, you won't of, get you done. Know, you're gonna, you know, you're going to hmm. be bored with it. You just are. And like to be okay with the, like, no, I'm going to be really bored with it. I'm not going to do it. Or come up with some strategies with me. Mm-hmm. Right. So I have like a huge library of stuff that I can, uh, you know, use with people to get it done anyway. Right. Yeah. Or like, like build in a challenge. Build in a challenge. Right. Yeah. Um, that's a great one. Uh, timers are my friend. Music, either music or no music. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's all kinds of stuff we could we could. Just, I don't know how long your podcast is, but believe me, we could be on the phone for hours here, t- you know, talking about it on the podcast. We can go um, into so detail. The episode's vary between 20 minutes and an hour and 20 minutes. Oh, wow. Sure. Depending upon, like Matt and I really can get into it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, as much detail as you want to go into, uh, I'm down. Okay. You're down with it? Okay. So one of um, my recent clients' favorite tools was called the Time Timer. And that's uh, an app you can buy for like you know it always varies. I think it's two ninety nine. It might, might have gone down to one ninety nine hmm. or whatever. And the difference, yeah, just go ahead. Time, time timer. timer? <laughs> yep, timetimer dot com. I know, isn't it crazy? I'm gonna uh, look on the app store. Yeah, go ahead, do it right now. And the beautiful part of the time timer is that you it, it's visual. Okay, I mean you can have any timer. You can use an egg timer. You can use the timer on your phone. You can you know use. Kitchen time, it doesn't matter what yeah. time you use. However, like when you're into something, like say the building is burning down, you're focusing and you're doing whatever it is you're doing. And, you know, I don't know, your best friend, you're supposed to meet them. Or, you know, if you're married or whatever, like, you know, your spouse is wanting you home and, you know, you're not home for the nth time and you're feeling bad because, you know, you're getting in trouble again, that kind of thing. Well, the time timer helps you because it's visual and all you yes that's it now I just take downloaded your it. finger <laughs> yeah take your finger right from the zero and go um counterclockwise oh that's you, really satisfying isn't that beautiful yeah yeah see because most of the time my people are visual and so you can tell yourself i got to do this thing that i don't want to do i'm going to do it for 15 minutes boom I'm going to put my time timer push there. Push the button on there, push start, and boom, it starts and cutting start down. Start and go. That's right. And the nice part is, is that you can do it in, in, like, the brain works. It's funny. Some people say, oh, I multitask just fine. I'm not going to hmm. argue. All I know for sure is that, that that's uh, scientifically impossible, is that we can only switch task. Okay? Our brain can only do one thing at a time. Sometimes it goes really fast. Right? And so it feels but- like multitasking. That's right. Right. So what we can do is we can very quickly, on the corner of our eye, make sure your phone isn't set to sleep, look over and say, oh, yeah, I've only got five minutes left. But it, it's not enough. Like just that moment of checking, like turning your phone on again, like getting it to not sleep and going, oh, yeah, I've got, oh, I've got three minutes left. i got to go back. Just that, like there are studies hmm. out there that you've just lost like 50% of your productivity or whatever it is. Like the, the studies actually vary. Mm-hmm. But so that is one of my favorite tools. There's a lot of tools, 
that's a really easy one that people right now after this podcast can go and download that mm-hmm. app. And, and if they use it, I'll, I'll be willing to bet it's going to help their productivity right away. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'm going to yeah. try it. And I think really, I, I think there's two things uh, for that. So there's, there's also stuff I want to limit myself for only doing it a certain amount of time. Like, right. you know, you get up in the morning, you're, you're laying in bed at five something, whatever. Uh, I'm going to check Facebook. I should really only do this for a certain oh, amount of time. Yes. Yes. Actually, so what I do, there's another, there's a book I read. I read, I listen to a lot, a lot of books on audio. Okay. And there's one that I, I didn't really give too much credence to, but it had one really good idea, which is when you count things, don't count up, count down. And so the book was basically saying, count down from three, three, two, one, and then have an action, do something. So like when I'm looking at a post, if I'm going on Facebook, you can just forever scroll. True. I'll start and I'll go, you know, I'll give myself 20, I'll look at 20 pictures that aren't ads and I'll just kind of go through them. And when I get to zero, yep, done. And then, huh? and then go to Instagram and do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So yeah, yeah little techniques like that. So tell me about some other techniques. Okay. Um, so lots of times you want to make sure you stand up. This is pretty simple. Probably a lot of you've heard a lot before. Like set a timer and every hour at least stand up. Yeah. Go take a green break. Green breaks are huge. Get outside. Um, move around. Maybe mm-hmm. you're not a big dancer, but anything you do, even waving your arms in your chair, and mm-hmm. ideally you get up. That's really good. Uh, important things to do are... I found really, really, I know this is basic, but boy, oh boy, it makes a huge, huge difference. Exercising on a regular basis, Mm -hmm. eating, you know, decent food and meditating. Meditating is actually the secret sauce. Hmm. Um, A lot of my people like Headspace. Um, That's just, again, an an app that, you know, it's cheap. I tried that one. I couldn't really get into it, but I'll try again. So, you know what, but it, so I always say your mileage may vary. Sure. Just because you don't like it doesn't mean somebody else. One of my clients loves Headspace. Like it's made a huge difference for him. So, you know, everybody's different. Some people are prayer people. You know, they they pray instead of meditate. Some people do both. Um, and I would, the thing is, I would define them as the same at, at some level. <laughs> some level, yes. It's emptying out your mm-hmm. head. Here's the thing about people with ADHD is there's a lot going on in your head at any one time, sometimes way more than you'd like, right? And sometimes, oftentimes, you can't actually talk fast enough to get it all out, right? And as the day goes on, it almost gets worse. So periodically, to stop, go for a walk. Put on your Headspace app, whatever it is. Talk to yourself as you go outside. Anything to calm you down and ground mm-hmm. you so that you can be the brilliant person you are is actually huge. Okay. Because the, the key tenet here is to know that you're brilliant and to really embody that and know that. Because your whole life someone's told you you're doing it the wrong way. What's the matter with you anyway? Why can't you just sit down and do it? Why do you have to be moving all the time? Like, what's the matter with you? Does this sound familiar? No. <laughs> I've run my own company. And I don't, don't people really, people don't tell me that stuff. Oh, okay. Well, sometimes. <laughs> but you know what? I, have to, I do have to confess, I, there's a lot of self-talk on those things. I have a lot of self-doubt. And yeah. so I don't need other people telling me those things because I tell them to myself. Yeah, well, we're our own worst enemies. Yeah, totally. You know, and, and people say, oh, this gets in the way, that gets in the way, the other thing gets in the way. And here's, here's, I'll give you the secret truth. 
like before before you even get started. You know, you know what the biggest problem everybody has is? No, but I want to. Themselves. <laughs> it's true. We you, get in our own way. If you had a friend who told you the things that you tell you yourself, you would so not have that friend. Exactly. Yeah. We are the ones that get in our own way and we don't even realize we're doing it. So if I can, if I can leave you with anything, it's like, the other, the other um, great tip is to do gratitude. Like, I'm so thankful for, you know, every mm-hmm. day, whether you go right after, right before you go to bed is a nice time to do that. Um, because the thing is, is that people, there's a lot of self-hatred going on, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not psychology. What I do, by the way, is not psychology. But some people have, you know, said, oh, you're like a psychologist. No, 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 no. I'm not going to dig in. Like I had a lady yesterday and she got stuck. You know, she's building her business and she's got, she got stuck in some negative Mm self-talk. Well, I'd like to dig into that. And I said, nope, we're not going to dig into that. Nope, we're not going to do that. That's for your therapist. What we're going to do is recognize it's there. And so like, I know we're on a podcast, but you and I can see one another. So Mm -hmm. if you picture it right in front of you, what you can do is you can like picture it as a beach ball and you, and it's right on your table and you can pick it up and you can move it over here and put it on the floor and then you can say, okay, you're there, and then you can turn. You can, like, turn the other way and say, cool, beach ball, you're there. I get that. <clears throat> and that's my negative self-talk. Mm-hmm. I'm not good enough. You screwed up again. You're late again. Why didn't you do your homework? Like, whatever it is. Right. And you go over here, and you say, cool. Now, what's my one baby step to get towards what I know I rock at? Hmm, okay. That's what it looks like when somebody works with me. And um, so that's kind of the day by day. That's like the uh, the ones and the O's, right, in your world. Yeah. But, but the big stuff is, like, what do I want to do? Do I want to grow my company? Do I want to have a three-day work week? Do I want to, you know, like your bigger thing. Right. What's like your big reason for doing all this stuff? Because I have a guarantee for you. If you don't have a bigger reason, the guarantee is you will not stick with whatever it is you say you're going to do. That's a guarantee. Yeah, no, I totally believe that. I've observed that. Yes. Yeah. So what else, what else do you have for me, Matt? So now I'm thinking I should just you know, stop the podcast and hire you and start getting your <laughs> advice and help. <laughs> I, it occurs to me that, and, I, and I'd love to you to, if you could comment on this. This is not stuff that you can really easily do on your own. You really need a partner in this. Is that what you found? Well, you can definitely do a certain amount on your own. Mm-hmm. And that is actually the, one of the biggest blocks. Is the hardest, actually, one of, some of my most challenging clients are the smartest clients. The ones that have done a lot in the past and they just have this tiny little little piece to just twist over and and they're the ones that read all the books and they they're smart they're so smart hell they're smarter than me but the thing is is that we cannot see our own stuff yep we cannot see our own that's just a truth i learned that in existential philosophy class in college there you are (laughs) you can you can really only experience yourself by uh by what others tell you of yourself essentially right I mean, you can do a lot of journaling, you can do a lot of meditation, and there's a lot of self-awareness that will come in, but when you're sitting having coffee with a best friend, 
and you just let it out and you say, oh my gosh, all this stuff that's going on. And your best friend looks at you and goes, well, have you ever thought of blah, blah, blah? And you look at him and you go, what the heck? Why didn't I think of that? (laughs) So can, can anybody only go somewhere with me? Well, I feel like I'd, I'd be saying more of myself than I actually am to say yes to that. But I know for sure that you're going to get there faster with a guide. Mm-hmm. I would I would love to be your guide, but I'm not for everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm not for everybody because you have clearly. To have... No, I'm messing with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm yeah. only one person. Sure. And I'm also um, I've also got a certain personality. I'm very direct. I don't mess around. Um, if you want somebody to sort of put on the kick gloves, I'm probably not the right person. I'm gonna say I'm gonna tell it like I see it. I'm real. I'm raw, and I've also got a huge heart. So. Um, that's who I am. So can can so the answer is yes, I can take you or anybody who thinks they might want to take the ride with me to get to their next level of greatness. Mm-hmm. Um can they do it on their own? Probably. It will it'll probably take longer. The road will be more windy. Um they might uh you know have a few pitfalls here or there. Sure. Because life is full of those, you know? But when you partner with somebody a success partner, you know, success team. Like I am somebody's uh, business ADD success partner. And over the course of, you know, several months to a year, depending on the program that seems to fit, Mm -hmm. we take people from struggling and scattered to successful and confident. So it's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. It sounds really super useful. So (laughs) I'm, I'm curious about like, um, of the many aspects that affect a developer's life, like my life, you've got um, you've got the code stuff and just like being excellent at the code. You've got user interface and understanding the user stories and getting the user experience right. Uh, staying current with all the stuff in the technology as, as as FileMaker changes as a platform and the world changes and tech you know for security needs and things like that. Um, then the whole other area of Project management, completing the project, working with the customers, uh, billing, billing on time, getting all that stuff dialed so that your business is healthy from mm-hmm. on that standpoint. And then working with other developers, like if you have a company and you have people who work with you or for you, uh, contractors or whatever. What what are the kind of the more hot point challenges among all of those things that you've sort of seen with developers compared to other people that you work with? Hot point challenges. Um all right. Yeah, it depends on on the people. I mean, there's mm-hmm. there's somebody that I'm working with right now, and that person is growing their business. So from going from just being a solopreneur to having subs, mm-hmm. and uh, and that growth and that change and that like, how do I manage that? How do I go from like, I know my stuff. I've been in business a long time, and um, I. I have long-term client relationships and I don't want to mess it up. I don't want to risk that. Mm-hmm. So in all the voices in the back of, back of the head, um, and how do I manage that with my family and so on? So that's that's a, a developer challenge. Oh, yeah. I didn't even bring that one up, right? The whole life thing outside of the work. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Because to me, it's not a work-life balance. It's a a work life integration because it's all it's all really one. Right. It's it's you have one life. Um, okay, so there's that. Um, managing a project is absolutely huge. 
Um, I have definitely run into a lot of that. So it would be something along the lines of, uh, okay, we said we would do this project for $50,000 or whatever, and this was within the scope. And then say if it's not always you working on the project, you have more than one developer, that person not really either noticing what the scope is, that's project management, right? It's like, okay, hang on, that's an additional services we need. You know, we right. need to get the okay prior to that. I mean, yep. it, this is no matter what project. So I've seen that. Yeah, those are um, classic because at the end of the day on projects like that, it, yeah. you, it's, it falls to you to finish it for what you said you would. And so those Correct. can be really big. You know, those can be very, very expensive for a developer because you, yeah. you have to kind of take over for a sub, figure out what they did, and then finish it at great cost of time. Right. Yeah, in right. order to make the so, customer happy. So, 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 you know, oftentimes I'll work with people to say, okay, do you have like weekly meetings in place with you and your subs? Or like what, tell me about, you know, your architecture of how you check in with one another, Yeah. you know? Um, so it really does run the gamut. It runs the gamut from, um, from self-care, you know, like you said, oh, I forgot about life. Self-care meaning like, are you getting to the gym? Are you eating the right stuff? Um, it's easy to just grab pizza and burn the midnight oil type of thing, (laughs) pizza and pop tarts, you know, to, um, to managing your projects to sales is another thing. It's like, do I do my own sales? Do I hire somebody? If I hire somebody, do I hire the right person? Like there's the growth. Um, there's a book called scaling up. I just bought that. I'm going to be working with one of my people so that as we, we go along, we scale, scale Mm -hmm. together. Um, you know, that's, that's a resource that I'm going to be using um, as I, I help people scale up. Did that answer your question? Or is there more? Uh, well, yeah, I was kind of, yeah, those are the areas. But I guess okay. I was kind of wanting to dive into the tech parts, too. Like, what are the common things that people um, kind of can't get out of their own way? Uh, but maybe that's, area, maybe that's an area that, as developers, we're really strong and good at is staying current and, and being really good at that. And, and it's all the other things that, um, you know, but the things that are harder – the things that involve rejection, maybe, like yes, like sales and project management, and you know, billing and things like that. I think that that's a big one. This idea of rejection, and when when people feel as though they're being rejected, they don't try, and if they don't try, the yes can't happen. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, rejection. Um, the truth is, is that I will. I will, I'm a little bit, I'll be a little bit of a chameleon depending on what people need. I, I come in uh, through the, the portal of change that I come through is the portal that says uh, more efficient, ADHD, uh, focus, um, and so on. But once I'm, once I'm kind of through the door, so to speak, and into the, the Starship Enterprise, it just depends like on what, what, what's needed. It's like, well, well, what's screaming at us? Do we need do we need better marketing? I know a little bit about marketing. Am I am I a marketing person? No, but yeah. I, I know it. You know, it just depends on what's going on. You know? And if I don't know, I'll I'll help, you know, point point you to people, you know? So <sighs> it's fun stuff. Yeah. You have a fun <laughs> job. You work with some really cool people too, sounds like. Yeah, yeah. Well I like I like my people. I, that's one rule. I won't work with you unless I like you, unless you're a little bit fun. At least I can see the, the <laughs> ribbon of, of, of happiness because uh, I have my own company, so I get to decide that. Uh, for now, sure. <laughs> you got to like me, too. 
That's true. I get. Yeah, that makes sense. Actually, I don't know. At, at, at the scale of a company that I'm at, I'm not sure I really get that luxury. So, I mean, uh, I would be happy to take on customers that I didn't have that kind of spark with. Um, as long as I felt we can actually really help them and that there was someone in the organization that they liked and that liked them. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be me on every, in every situation. I hear you. Um, it tends, it tends to be. There's, I, I actually have found that there's always, on virtually everybody I've met, as I, only two or three exceptions in my whole life, mm-hmm. um, there's always something about uh, someone that I meet that I can find that I, that I like. Even people who are yeah. really grating and difficult, there's usually something there that's cool and fun and that you can, yeah. that you can get to. Yeah. But don't forget, you're not working with the person all the time. You're working on their project. True. I am not working on their project. I'm working with them. Right. So I have to, I, I have to feel a little bit of. Uh, I'm going to go right out there and just say I have to feel a little bit of a soul connection. Mm-hmm. You know, because you have to trust me and I have to trust you. It's almost like it's almost like we're temporarily getting married. Not quite like that, but you know, like we are. This is an intimate deal. You can't like, temporarily is- get married. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's like. It's a big thing, mm-hmm. and it can be life-changing. So I want to work with people that will um, expand my possibilities, and, and I can expand their possibilities, and we have that beautiful trust. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things I offer as part of, like, my larger packages is a VIP day. We get, we get our, our sleeves rolled up. Nice. We get dive right in. I mean, we have, like, some fun together. So I don't want to be spending like a half a day with somebody that I that I, I'm not excited to spend the time with. Right. Like it's huge for me. <laughs> so you know, I, I've sensed strongly that there's something that you and I have in common. I one of the things I've observed is I get super when I and you you brought up in the beginning of the conversation about the three things and one of them was motivation. Yeah. Um, uh, when I get really behind what a customer is trying to do, I get so charged up and I, I experience the success of the project vicariously through my client and their joy of the, of having the, yeah. the software in place. You oh, totally get that from watching your, uh, people that you Good. coach become successful. Don't you? 100%. Yeah, yeah I totally got that. Yeah. It, it's because, um, I think it's because I'm an empath. I think that's what, do you know what an empath is? I do. I watch Star Trek Next Generation, Deanna Troy. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we as empaths really do um, get that real charge out of, out of watching our people succeed. Mm-hmm. And um, I got to say, that, that would be the one reason why I might fire a client would be that they're just not putting in the work. They're just not mm-hmm. showing up. They're just not... They just don't have the fire in the belly anymore. And then I feel like I'm wasting my time. They're wasting their time and they're wasting their money yep. and they're not going to get the results. Right. So, you know, I'll either fire them or tell them they better put this on hold for a little while. It's unusual, but sometimes hmm. happens. Sure. It's the best thing that can ever happen because, you know, you don't want to be in that funky blah, blah, blah energy. Like you can be an accountant and have that. Like, I guess maybe accountants love what they do, but I don't. That's yeah. why I have a bookkeeper and accountant. <laughs> well, I I've often yeah. run across people, and they you know you meet someone at a party, and they you at, they ask what you do, and I have different answers. But one yeah. of the answers is I'm a relational database developer. Okay. And I get the reaction, oh god, I don't know how you could imagine doing that. You work with you know 
uh, code all day. Ugh, I can't even imagine. So a lot of people say that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, but also but, I sometimes use that line if I don't want to talk to someone. <laughs> there you go. Right, right. Yeah. But see, I hear you. What you're, you're working on a code, but it's a means to an end. And what lights you up is, is the end. Totally. Always has. The mission. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, it's. I'm, I'm, I. I uh, we've been really trying to build out our culture in the company, and have mission of uh, the mission aspect of all the things that we do mm. be more closer to the surface and more you know directly yeah. observed in projects. Yeah. Um, taking on one of the one of the things we've talked about recently on the podcast is taking on a couple of nonprofits per year. Okay. To really to have that mission there as well for that. Those are tough, too, because the client doesn't have skin in the game like a customer who's paying. Right, right. And so it's, it, there's, a, there's some other things you really have to do to make sure those are successful. But just on the regular projects, just even helping a, a, a company that just sells widgets, they have a bunch of people who work there. And if you can make it much more efficient for them to sell widgets – so that they have to do less work and they can produce invoices and quotes and stuff like that in a way that's kind of joyful and fun and mm -hmm. efficient. Yeah. You're, you're helping a person with their that's day. That's right. That's, that's beautiful. Right. It is beautiful. Yeah. Technology can have a heart. And, and I like that. I know for sure we talked about Molly. I mean, she has a big, big heart and she's a pretty big techie. So they, the two are not mutually exclusive, right? Yeah. True. So. Yeah. I was going to make a joke at Molly's expense. Like, no, she. Not, I've never seen her express an emotion of any kind. But well, that's just I guess not I true. know more. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm joking, of course. I uh, know. She's so, she's so effusive, ebullient. Give me some other good words. <laughs> oh, you're, you're way above me. I'm going to have to take out my dictionary. <laughs> yeah, she's awesome in a word. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been fun. It really has. Questions or comments or? Uh, no, this is really, I, I think I've got the questions. Uh, I think the next question I'll have for you is, uh, how do we set up coaching? I wasn't planning on that, but, uh, you know, I think you can actually maybe help me to get to my next place I want to go to because I have some specific goals in my life okay. um, for my company and in my life, so. Well, let's stop the recording and have a conversation. <laughs> it seems weird. Podcasts don't usually go like this, but hey, you know, it's, it's late 2018. We can we can do different things. I, I really appreciate your time. Thanks so much for talking to me today. Thank you, Matt.